Alright guys, um, this might be one of those episodes that has a few parts to it. I spent like, I don't know, 10-15 minutes trying to find music I like. Um, it's about 9 o'clock in the morning and it's my birthday, so that's, you know, um, I kind of had this feeling that, you know, my, or I have this feeling that my birthday is, um, a bit of a culmination of things, um, I just graduated, um, I'm, you know, school's ended, I'm not with my kids anymore, and I've got a lot of time on my hands, um, I know I posted on Instagram that I'd be doing, I kind of want to open up my shop, um, my Etsy shop, and, but also I want to do some, uh, some free readings, you know, just to get a little bit more back in the game of things, which I want to do, um, but yeah, it's my birthday, I'm 26, Happy Gemini season to my fellow Geminis. I really do love Geminis. Um, especially Gemini men. Every time I meet them, there's something so familial about it. Um, I haven't met that many. I honestly haven't met that many Geminis in general. They're very rare. I think we're very rare creatures. Um, you don't know a lot, you know. Not a lot. There's not a lot of Geminis out. There's a lot of Tauruses and a lot of fucking Virgos because people think it's fun to have sex on Christmas. Like, you're fucking stupid, but alright. <laughs> that's where I think it comes. It's like the holidays come around, everyone starts fucking. And that's why we have so many Virgos. If you want to know why, that's why. Um, they're all made during, like, Sagittarius Capricorn season. Maybe that's why they end up together a lot of the times. Um, I don't know when the fuck my parents were, you know. I think it was around their birthdays. Well, no, does, does that make sense? No. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't really care. Um, um, yeah, I haven't made an episode in a while, but obviously I've been busy. Um, I decided to get up this morning and to somewhat take a spiritual bath, quote unquote. Um, I'd like my bath to be a little bit more spiritual, but you know, Walmart's the closest store. Um, I got some Florida water though, some candles going. I got the music. Um, doing what it needs to do. I keep forgetting I don't want to put the phone too close to my mouth because it sounds like I'm beatboxing for the world and it's like not the wave at all. Um, yeah, it's my birthday. I got some plans later, you know. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about birthdays and maybe, um, give a cancerizing perspective on my own feeling towards birthdays. Um, first things first, I'll say, I think birthdays for other people are really special and important, and I always, uh, try to acknowledge them. I'm very Leo, you know, I have a huge Leo stellium in my second house, and I love giving gifts for birthdays. I love people making, I love people make, I love making people feel appreciated on their birthdays. So that's a big deal for me. Like, if I if I like you and I know it's your birthday, you're going to know that I like you and that I care about you. And then you're appreciated. Um, 
and that's my main thing um for my own birthday personally the way i take it is kind of like a i usually like to look, use it as a period of um rest and reflection because today is actually my solar return i know some people's solar returns aren't actually on their birthdays it's always a day before or a day after but today is actually my solar return so that's great um i did get a reading a solar return reading from stars moon and sun that details the next year i got a numerology reading from um a left on twitter uh, her at is like at vera v-i-r-i i'm not sure i'd have if i get on twitter i'll tag her in it um because i don't know how to say it because i'm very bad um but yeah so i've got those two things so i can look over them through the year and see how it works out and you know how everything's um going sorry i'm getting cold <laughs> um because i'm sitting up i don't really like i have a thing this is a very gemini rambling um podcast episode um i don't really like to lay down all that much in the bath it gives me anxiety i have like claustrophobia um it's very weird i was just thinking about it in terms of like you know the heat the water the air um it it's supposed to make me feel extremely grounded and all it does is give me like some existential crisis or panic attack or i just feel real um nervous a lot of the times but I lay down when you know I always do I spend a few minutes laying down and then I get up because I can't take it anymore and I feel suffocated which is funny um but yeah I just felt like I need to get up and just sit in the bath for a second um but yeah there's so many things going on and not going on I feel like I've hit a point of rest like I'm I've accomplished a lot of goals. I've passed a lot of uh, things in my life. A lot of stuff has happened and everything. And I feel like the universe is kind of pushing me to take a second and relax and just um, rebuild or refocus. Because I really haven't been... um, I'm sorry, I'm like mumbling. I really haven't been focusing on uh, spiritual practice at all. I've just been like very you know Aries in the 10th house like laser focused you must focus you must finish this goal you must get it done you must succeed and I do succeed and I'm like yes and I can't even like savor it because I'm like what the fuck is next I don't want to sit here like I'm very like Aries where I like I need to be doing something Gemini it's like I can't relax like Cancer wants me to relax and I cannot fucking relax sorry Cancer rising I just it's not who I am I need to be doing something um so that's my plan for the summer is to do something i'm not really sure what i'm gonna get up to this summer but i know i want to um challenge myself by taking on readings um no matter how it turns out you know i just want to try i've never actually bothered to put that much effort into doing um readings for other people when i do do readings for other people it seems like they really enjoy it and they get something from it and i just feel odd because that's opening yourself up such to such energetic um so many different energetic you know chords i guess people can just stick chords on you and just i don't i don't know how to explain it it's really hard for me to explain 
people can attach their energy to you or project their energy to you because you're now you're an open person, you're now an open forum. I probably have a real problem with the idea of like being famous. Having money, yeah. I'm a, I have a Leo style in the second house. Yeah, bitch, I want money, you know, fuck yeah. But not the idea of, you know, putting my work out there and then having people look at me and not not really judge me because judgment is just like, you know, whatever. Um, I keep seeing this quote about people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, and I feel like I have had to apply that to my life on another situation um, that's been going on with me that I haven't, I can't talk about, and I haven't talked about because it's none of my business, or it's none of our business, not my business to share. But um, you know, I've been learning to, or I've been trying to learn, or that's my mission for the next couple months is to learn to decenter myself from narratives that do not involve me like i was explaining to my sister the difference of um you can tell gemini season bitch i am on a roll i'm just gonna talk and talk and talk um but the idea that um let me see if i can get up and do something real quick it's a little i'm getting a little crushed claustrophobic like i always do um i need to open this thing maybe Um, but yeah, the idea that, you know, maybe I'll actually leave that. I don't know what to do. Hold on. You see the acoustics have changed a little. I'm trying to see something, but I don't think it's going to work very well. Um, it's okay. I'm going to get back in. I was looking for something more important, but it doesn't matter. I didn't use this thingy. I bought this thing for my hair and I didn't use it. I have a bad habit with that. I buy stuff for my hair, like little, like, tools and shit that are supposed to, like, help me, um, you know. I'm trying to put you in a place that... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was probably really loud in your fucking ears. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking about stuff, you know, um... Oh, what the fuck was I talking about? See, I got caught off. I got off topic, which is very typical. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to learn to decenter myself. I was telling my sister about how, because she went through this thing with one of her cousins, and it was messy. I'm not gonna get into it, but it was messy as shit. Um, don't worry, I have them all blocked, so they're not gonna hear this shit. Cause they're fucking psychos. But she went through something, and I told her, like, that that person's reaction to things a lot of the times was because they were the center of their world. There's nothing wrong with being the center of your own world. I wonder if I can move this. I'm sorry. I keep moving stuff around because I don't know what is best acoustically, like, in terms of sound. So I'll put you there. Um, but yeah, I'm like, people are the center of their world, you know? Like, I'm the center of my world, all my friends are the center of their world, my sister is probably the center of- well, no, she has a kid, so her and her son are the center of her world, you know? That's what her world revolves around, you know? If you're married, maybe it revolves around your spouse or whatever. Um, but people really don't get that, like, when you're friends with people sometimes, um, you know, you gotta realize that they are the center of their world and they need to take care of whatever is going on with them 
um, first before they can even think about engaging with you, giving you any of their energy. I mean, that's what the healthy thing is to do. You know, people always talk about the ego, like, oh, they're so selfish, they're so egotistical, blah, 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 blah. That's not really true about people. Um, it's more about, you know, you, the absolute um, necessity to take care of yourself first, you know? Because you can't help anyone. It's kind of like that thing they say on airplanes where it's like, put your mask on before you try to put your kid's mask on because you're going to fucking, you know, you're going to pass the fuck out before you can even get your mask on and then now your kid doesn't parent. That's probably a little extreme, but um, that's a little bit of kind of what I think that means or something. I don't know. Um, side note, I am fucking starving. Um, it's very early. I haven't eaten. I didn't feel like eating. Um, I just did not feel like getting up at all. I will just stay in bed, which always happens on my birthday where I'm just like, I'm energetically tired, gearing up for the, you know, the next year of my life. And, um, I often feel exhausted or I'm going out later. So I posted this funny thing about Gemini's where it's like, okay, we're going out at six. It was like, oh, let me start getting ready at like four. And I'm like, that is me. I'm always getting ready like a billion hours before. You know, um, like yesterday I washed and blew dried my hair because I'm going to straighten my hair for the first time in like three years or something. And, uh, in a really long time. I think the last time I straightened my hair was like Christmas or New Year's Eve 2019. So it's been a while. Um, but yeah. Um, so I'm very much over preparing for anything always. I always need to have a plan or be ready for whatever and stuff just because that's me and I need it um yeah I'm very weird things sometimes you know I'm really tired energetically real warm. I got this little lantern thing from Ikea with my friend Aquasan Pisces Moon Chick um, a couple like weeks ago. Something like that. I don't remember when. I think it was like our last day of school or something. Or I think it was our last day of school. I think so. Yeah. It was our last day of classes um, and I'd never been to Ikea but she took me which was funny. Um, so we went and I got a lantern with little stars on it. It was real cute. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about other than, yeah, you, like basically the idea of decentering yourselves from people's, other people's narratives. There we go. Um, that is key to not feeling like someone is doing something specifically because of you. Now, one thing I will say is that you have every right to feel however you want to feel. But it's really important that you understand that, like, this really is, unless it's, like, directly, like, oh, I don't fucking like you anymore because you did this, that, and third, that's a completely different situation where you need to go and, like, handle that situation with whoever is involved because that means you have a direct issue with somebody. And I'm all, I always say this, but I'm all for confrontation. I don't care. I'd rather say the hard things now instead of, like, um, waiting forever. You know, like, don't, 
I don't like fashion. Like, don't, my thing is, I really hate this with people. And I feel like I tend to attract a lot of friends who do this where they'll have an issue. And instead of them just saying their issue outright, um, they'll wait forever and say it. Or they'll never say it. And I'm like, sweetheart, like, I don't, look. I feel like they, people know that I'm real honest. And you can say anything to me. If it's something substantial. If it's some bullshit about, like, you know, what I, like... If it's real, it's fine. But like, if it's some bullshit, like you, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Something real trivial. Um, like if I hurt your feelings, please tell me. If I, you know, um, didn't support you at some point, please tell me. You know, I'm never gonna not have an honest conversation with you. But at the end of the day, like I say, um, we can talk about stuff all the time, but. And it'll be all love at the end of it. But if you are not willing to participate in the conversation, sweetheart, I can't help you. I can't speak for you. I can't open your mouth for you. I can't give you the confidence to talk. You know, that's not... It is what it is. Um, you know. I know I'm going on a tangent about stuff like that, but it's been on my mind, really. And it's mainly a message for me about me decentering myself myself from people's narratives um you know but we all go through shit and it's sometimes you just gotta block the world down and deal with what you're dealing with you know that's fine don't worry i'll start talking again i just need a slight brain break from something or other um i'm glad i found this music because i was really searching like i could not figure out what i wanted to listen to so that's the thing i was like what the fuck do i want to listen to i kept clicking i clicked on like a million fucking links and i was like nope this ain't it nope this ain't it nope 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 i was like i don't like any of this shit none of this shit sounds good i hate it whatever um but um like i said it's gonna be a couple part episode i don't think it's just gonna be one part it is my birthday i do have plans later it is 9 a.m um 9 um so i will probably stop at some point because i have so much to do today um I did, I, I spent all of the, I, I've like known, like my room has been a hot mess for a really long time, and I've, um, I've rearranged it, and I've rearranged it in a way that's very, I guess it's the most creative way I've ever done it, um, because not everything is placed in a corner, not everything is, um, you know, flat to the wall, um, like, Everything looks a little different now. Um, it looks more open, actually. I don't know why, what I was doing before, where it didn't look that open. It looked kind of crowded in my room. Or maybe you just make space when you need it. Um, but yeah. You'll see. Probably a key for me to just end it right here because 
Uh, I don't have anything else to say right now. More will come out during the day. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit later about um, how I rearranged my room and how I finally made space for an actual altar and the quest of me finding a table for my altar. Um, but we're going to end it here. This is, I guess, part one. Um, and I'll pick it up later. And we are back. I feel like I'm on TRL sometimes. I wish I was on TRL. That'd be a fun job. It'd be a fun job, like, curating the music videos. I mean, you can't really curate. People, like, used to vote to see, like, who's going to be, like, in the top ten of TRL, blah, 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 blah. You know how that goes. Um, but, yeah. I used to have the hugest crush on Damien Fahey. He's so cute. So cute. He seemed like he was really knowledgeable when he was on that show and he was he did a really good job. Like, I don't know. He wasn't like goofy like I don't know why I'm talking about Tyrell, but I guess I am. Um, he wasn't like goofy like uh, Carson Daly. Or whatever the fuck his name was. Um, but yeah, I like Damien Fahey. I had the hugest crush on him when I was younger. But um, yeah, I went out. I got some Indian food with my fam. It was really good. And now I'm home. Trying not to have an existential crisis like I usually do. Uh, you know. You ever have that? those things where like... You think you kind of things seem like they're gonna be way more epic than they are, and they kind of turn out to be like a way more chill experience. Like I remember I went to gay pride with one of my friends, and um, I think we both assumed that like it was gonna be like crazy lit. I mean, like we, I don't, not that it was gonna be crazy lit. Like I already knew like I'm in the middle of Arizona and nothing's crazy fucking lit out here. How it's like you know compared to Jersey, obviously, but, um, we went to Gay Pride last year, and, I don't know, I just expected a little bit more than they gave us, but then again, we went on a Sunday, so that was whatever, the only crazy thing we saw was, like, when we were leaving, there was some dude getting a blowjob, like, on the grass in the field, like, out in public, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, are we, are, like, are we the only one who notices, who, who's gonna notice this? And then I look back, like, once we got, like, a block away or something, like, far away, I look back and this, there was, like, a bunch of kids walking, not kids, but, you know, kids, whatever. And one of the, the dude looked back and was like, like, you could tell that he noticed, like, he's like, what the fuck is <laughs> his friends? And I'm like, oh, so I'm not crazy, like, he's literally giving that guy a blowjob. And that was so funny. But my point is, you know, when you kind of expect some, a little bit more fanfare, um, to your evening, but that's not what I wanted anyways. I feel like this is another weird thing about, um, my birthday. No matter what I do, no matter where I go, no matter how much fun I actually have, I'm always having some weird out-of-body experience about it. And I have to say that 
I do think a lot of that can be attributed to my um, 12th house sun in Gemini. You know, Gemini being in the 12th house, which is, you know, the house of Pisces. The Pisces is the 12th house. Um, it's not the most fun. Pisces all is all about the subconscious and, you know, um, spirituality and kind of like, you know, the old wise man. That's what Pisces is supposed to be. If we're talking like, you know, the just a basic, uh, um, a basic explanation of what it is. Uh, but having that, you know, Gemini in my 12th house is not the most pleasant thing. Um, and I was just thinking just now, it's funny because today is, you know, sun's in Gemini. So, like, when you, um, whenever it's your birthday or you're having your solar return, um, the chart of that day, so your solar return chart can kind of tell you what the next year will look like. Um, and in my natal chart, I have a Gemini sun and I have uh, Saturn in Pisces. So I have sun square Saturn. Um, and today I just thought it was kind of funny that um, the sun's in Gemini and the moon is in Pisces. So I have sun square moon for the year. Um, I don't really know too much. Sorry, I just dropped this little like mermaid thing. Like mermaid charm I got from some witch shop. But, um, which is fine. Playing with a mermaid while I'm talking about Pisces. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, Gemini, I haven't really, I don't really know a whole lot, like, I haven't really studied, um, sun square moons, I don't meet a lot of people with their sun square their moons, honestly, I'm trying to think, the only person I know is that my sister-in-law, I think she's an Aries sun Capricorn moon, but I don't really know too much about that um, placement in particular. Hold on. Sorry, my room's like hot. And I was like, why is my room so hot? It's because I turned the light off. But the light's also the fan, if that makes any sense. point is um my birthday is never really uh like it's 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 not as happy as a day as I say like you know I don't get the same feeling about my birthday that I get about Christmas Christmas is by far like Christmas no yeah Christmas is by far by far my favorite day of the year which sounds ridiculous but it just is it's all it's very it's a very leo time of year where it's like you give gifts there's like a bunch like you get to dress up you know there's food everywhere um the music is holly fucking jolly like i love christmas music um but i love i fucking love christmas time love it I love it I love it I love it I love going out and finding the perfect gift for people um I love all the old movies I love all the old Christmas jazz music I love Frank Sinatra 
oh my god, I love Christmas. And that's one thing I don't like about Christmas in Arizona is that it doesn't feel like Christmas really because it's not cold. It's not, you know, it feels different. You know, Christmas in New Jersey, New York, it's like magic. It's like an extra added, like an extra sprinkling of magic. Christmas in New York. That's like, and then you like, I love sitting around and watching all those like Christmassy rom-com movies. Oh my god. Listen, the mo- I don't know what the fuck it's called. What's the movie called? Um, what is it called? It's a Christmas movie with like Kate Winslet, Jude Law. Who I'm fucking up. We're gonna get into Jude Law, Jude Law in just a second. Kate Winslet. I think it's Kate Winslet, Jude Law, Jack Black, and Cameron Diaz, and they like switch. Um, like, Cameron Diaz is like, I'm gonna go to England, and Kate Winslet is like, I'm gonna be in LA, cause blah blah blah, I don't fucking know what's going on. Whatever. But, um, obsessed, obsessed, you know, with those kinds of movies. Um, but let me just wrap up the birthday thing, and we'll get into, like, my Jude Law obsession, and we'll talk a little bit about his, um, (laughs) astrology, (laughs) because I'm obsessed, clearly. Um. Yeah, so, uh, birthday, um, my birthday never feels like, uh, the hot, like, the most epic time of the year. It doesn't, it's like a weird thing that always leaves me feeling a little melancholy, but I also think I might have, like, seasonal depression for the summer, because summer is just, like, a time of the year where I'm not fucking into it. I'm not into it, I'm really just not. I'm really not into summer. I, You know what I think? I think I feel like some, sometimes I think about it and I feel like... And this might be just a part of my own journey um, with my North Node and South Node situation, um, you know. But I do feel like summer is a time where I should be out traveling. Like, I should not be home during the summer. There's something about summer that I'm always home and I genuinely hate that shit like I'm always home um and I'm always just kind of I'm like forced to be introspective and spiritual and reflect and I feel like I don't really get anything done in the summer in terms of that I'm much more um you know things uh move a bit more smoother Move, move smoother for me in like September like September is a big time um September September October um February March those are the months where I feel like my um the most growth happens for me spiritually and I've just known myself like you can kind of track this for yourself throughout the um uh, the year, obviously, if you look at, if you know your needle chart well enough. <clears throat> but those are the times where I get my most um, insight. <clears throat> I'm sorry. But yeah, birthdays. Not really the biggest, not my birthday, really. I don't. I don't make a big deal out of my birthday because it just hits me, like, for some reason where, like, I just get real, like, 
moody. I get real melancholy about my work day. It's nothing like super bad. I just don't, it doesn't get me excited, but I don't feel sad about it either. I just feel really unenthused. But Christmas, oh my god, Christmas, I'll be fucking balls to the wall, excited. I'll be like jumping around. I will be the happiest person on Christmas. My birthday, man. Doesn't do shit for me. Doesn't do anything for me. Nothing at all. Don't know why. Well, I know why, but it just... It's not important. You know, I'm gonna get off the birthday situation. Um, and now we can talk about... Uh, sorry, I just clapped really loud into the mic. I'm so sorry. Um, we can talk about my Jude Law obsession. Now, if you know me, you know um, that Closer Closer was my favorite movie for a really, 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 really long time um, for multitudes of reasons, but it was, you know, it was my favorite movie. And Closer stars Julia Roberts, Natalie Portman, Jude Law, Clive Owen. I don't know what Clive Owen's placements are. I feel like he's a cancer, but I might be completely fucking wrong. Anyways, um, Jude Law is a, I believe he's a Capricorn sun, Sagittarius moon, Sagittarius rising. I might have to look that up. And also I feel like whenever I look these up, they could be wrong on whatever site, but I know like he's a Cap sun. Things you can't get wrong is his, like, you know, his moon placement and his sun placement. Um, So definitely Capricorn, sun, oh, there, sorry. Capricorn, sun, Libra, moon, Sagittarius, rising. Okay? So. You already know, I'm, I'm obsessive. Not obsessive. I have a fondness for Capricorn men. I think they're great. I've never dated a Capricorn man. I've never dated a Capricorn man a day in my life, but I do find them very, um, enticing. Um, whenever I've spoken to one, it's just like, oh, and like, it's weird. Speaking to Capricorn men, um, kind of feels like speaking to my equal. Um, it's like Capricorn men, Gemini men, Capricorn men, Gemini men, like speaking to my equal Aries men, speaking to an Aries man is like speaking to like... Uh, someone who like would be really good for friendly competition like they're really good like I would you know it'd be fun to like be bested by an Aries man or something like you know if you're playing a game that'd be kind of fun um but yeah Capricorn men Gemini men we're on the same level we see eye to eye we get each other makes all sense but that you know so already I'm like Jude Law's great um uh, I guess romantically and sexually, I could say that Sagittarius men have some kind of, like, thing, you know, very, I'm Gemini, so naturally I'm kind of like, ooh, Sag, um, but not, like, super crazy, but, uh, Sag placements are dope, I have Libra in the fourth house, so, you know, whatever, um, and anybody with, like, a Libra moon, Leo, I feel like people with Leo placements and Libra placements, like, prominent ones, especially Libra moon, Libra moon people, they're always gorgeous. They're always good looking. Um, Jesse Williams, 
who's on Grey's Anatomy. I think he's a Leo Sun Libra Moon. That man is very attractive. I don't think he's like I don't I wouldn't date him because um, you can tell his Le his Leo is very like you can tell, but his Libra Moon is very um, you can like physically. Yeah, definitely Libra Moon. <laughs> They're always attractive, you know. I don't think I've ever seen an ugly Libra. Someone will probably prove me wrong, but I don't think I've ever seen an ugly one. Um, but yeah, so Jude Law is kind of like you know the leading man, romantic man, you know in all these rom romantic movies and stuff, you know. I remember I saw him in Anna Karenina and as hot as Aaron Taylor Johnson is in that movie, there's something about Jude Law as, you know, Alexi. I don't know his last name in the movie, but the other Alexi in the movie um, that's completely, like, commanding and just, like, this very Capricorn, like, older man, stern, um... I don't know, there's like a, there's something he says to Keira Knightley in that movie when she's like complaining about her boyfriend and the way he handles it, I was just like, oh my God, yo. It's that very like daddy complex. Capricorn is the daddy of the Zodiac. So naturally I'm just like, yo, they just got it unlocked. They know what to do. They know to command or whatever. But, um, I've seen so many Jude Law movies. I feel like Jude Law was such a huge part of my you know, we always, there's always a couple of people who you look back on and you're like, who did I have a crush on when I was younger? Like, what did I watch where I'm like, oh, and I'm like, for some reason, I was watching a ton of Jude Law movies. Like the other day I watched um, music from another room with uh, Jude Law, Jennifer Tilly, Gretchen Maul. And I was like, oh, Jeremy Piven's in that fucking movie. Jeremy fucking Piven, Lord. He's a douche in every role, but you know, I don't mind him too much, but I saw I saw music from another room and I'm like oh my god like I remember watching this when I was like fucking 12 or like when I was really young and thinking like you know that he was cute obviously but I thought like it was a great romance movie but then I watched it when I'm older and I'm like oh my god Jude Law was a baby he looked about 23 in that movie he was a baby he was full-on baby in closer he might have been about 30 maybe he was probably about 30. Um, side note, I'm obsessed with Natalie Portman too. She's a Gemini. I've watched a lot of her. I've watched a lot of movies with Jude Law, Natalie Portman, and Julia Roberts. So I think I saw Closer and then I just started seeing everything else that they've ever made. Clive Owen, not so much. Um, he's good too. I like Children of Men, but definitely anything Julia Roberts makes, anything Natalie Portman makes anything Jude Law makes I will see it um and I kind of want to briefly talk about this ridiculous Moby thing that's happening I don't know what the like look all I did was when I saw that he was a fucking Virgo I was just like mm, of course of fucking course he's out here being messy as shit and I'm just like of course you mean like a creepy douchebag like I don't know what it is about Virgos yo there's something about him. I just, I don't, like, Virgo men specifically, not Virgo women. Virgo women, I've, I manage to have them as friends and, like, you know, I get annoyed with them sometimes, but it's not, like, it's not ridiculous. Like, 
Virgo men just act a certain way that pisses me off incredibly. They're not straightforward people. I mean, they talk about cancer not being straightforward. Virgo people are just like wishy-washy. And I don't want to bash. I can't, you know, this is not a channel. This is not a channel. My podcast isn't here to bash specific signs, but I will say all, I've had a lot of experience with dudes with Virgo placements and Scorpio placements, and they are never direct. They're never upfront. They're just very shady, um, very like non-committal, don't want to, and, and this is what Moby talks like when I'm read. I haven't really read that much about it, but I've seen bits and pieces of the Moby thing. And some part he talks about like, oh, you know, like him doing like he date. He's like dating Lionel Del Rey for like five seconds or something. And she says, oh, I heard you do this with a lot of girls. Like you get you like them or something, and then you get them kind of a little bit interested, and then you move on to something else. And I'm like, that's what they fucking do. That is just what they do. And I know you're not supposed to judge a sign, and I'm really not trying to judge a sign clearly because, you know, not everyone is like this, but it's this very innate thing that I see in a lot of Virgo men where they do this thing where it's just, like, not non-committal. Like, non-committal, they, like, try to date someone who's perfect, and the sad thing is that they realize that no one is fucking perfect, and, you know, they got some ridiculous standards, you know, where you can, you can, I forgot who says it, where you can be like, I said this in another episode, but you can like be the juiciest peach on the planet, and there'll be someone out there who doesn't like fucking peaches, or whatever, and it's just like, you know, or they don't like, like, they'll be like, let's say there's fucking ten different kinds of peaches in the world, right, and they're all pretty damn similar, or they're, or, you know, they're fucking peaches, right, and they'll just be like, you know, I don't like that specific kind of peach, and then they'll go for a peach that's, like, bitter and fucking small and just, like, not as good as your bright red Georgia fucking peach. This makes, you know, you go, I'm making a ridiculous analogy, but I'm sorry if I'm breathing hard into the phone. I'm really trying not to, but I'm trying to make a fucking point about Virgo men's indecisive wishy-washiness inability to make a fucking decision. And the inherent their inherent ability to just lead you on you know you think you might be crazy but no if you're dealing with a Virgo guy and you feel like you're being led on you are <laughs> I'm sorry it just is what it is but you are also allowing yourself to be led on and you need to you know nip that shit in the bud even though it's kind of hard to just you know it's hard it's hard I get it it's totally hard to just do stuff you know, especially when you like someone, but, um, yeah, I'm sorry I, I jumped on that Moby thing, the Moby thing is very weird, um, but, like, she's 18, and he's, like, 30, and he's, like, trying to get with her, and she's, like, dead ass, like, mm, no thanks, like, it's weird, and then why you bring it up when you're both really, like, older, like, she's, like, in her late 30s, and she's married, and she's got kids, and, Homie, you're still lame. Like, I don't... You know, is that weird? Is that mean to say? They're like, I'm sorry, you're not the Keanu Reeves Virgo. Um, You're not going to grow up to be some cool, awesome dude. It's like, you're still lame 20 years down the line, which is fucking horrendous to say. But, you know, nice positivity, whatever. But, 
holy shit sometimes you just gotta look at people and be like what the fuck dude um but that's getting off on a crazy tangent um I know the beginning of this episode was about uh, decentering yourself, and I just wanted to continue that just a tiny bit. Um, you know, I think decentering yourself has a big, um, a lot to do with uh, not placing so much of your expectations on other people you know like you have an idea of how you want something to go and when that person doesn't act accordingly to the plan you made up in your head you get real hurt about things and that can cause a snowball effect and I've done it so much in the past I look back on one relationship in particular uh, with a guy I was interested in and thinking about how I just projected so hard onto that person and uh, it's not a good feeling when you wake up and realize that, you know, a lot of things could have been avoided if you had just stopped placing expectations on people who did not sign up to be a part of your fucking fantasy rodeo show that's been playing in your head with your fucking rhinestone cowgirl outfit, you know? I re- like you need to stop yourself. I've I've been doing this recently. Stop yourself in the moment and be like, you know, you wanted this to turn out a certain way and it didn't, and now you're hurt about it. And it's like, you know what? But that person didn't sign up for that. You know, it's different when it's okay to be hurt when you say, hey, do you want to do this? And the person says, yeah, I want to do that, and they flake out on you on the last second. It's different when you say, hey, you want to do this, and then the person just says no. Or they just say like, you know, or you ask them at the most and are you ask them with the expectation with the with the already set expectation that they're gonna say yes or the hope that they're gonna say yes in a certain way, like I don't know. I don't know how to explain that any better than um you really need to just take yourself out of the idea that um, people are going to go along with the fantasy you make in your head, you know? You want things to be a certain way. Like, I think I struggled with that a lot um, when I was younger, you know? I think this birthday's got me thinking a lot about three years ago, four years ago, and things I wish I did differently, um, but very much, uh, you know, the stories we create in our minds are very much not what happens in reality, and very much things that, you know, you, it's like you can't really stories, the stories you create in your head always have other people in them, and other people have free will. And the thing I was trying to say earlier about, you know, you being the center of your world, like this right now, me, this is my story, this is my orbit, you know, this is what's going on in my world, you know. Um, so, in the world, the world in my story, the world in my narrative, um, looks a lot different than yours, and, you know, 
instead of just letting um, things unfold naturally how they're supposed to, we often try to craft, you know, different chapters and different um, scenes, even dialogues. You know, you know when you write complete fucking scripts in your mind like this person's gonna say this and then I'm gonna say that and then we're gonna do this and then it'll be all good and we're gonna go off and ride off into the sunset on a fucking unicorn and it's like bitch no you're not no you're fucking not you're on crack you need to just put that pipe down mama that shit do not work um you know that shit does not work but it's all the same you know when I say you know you need to decenter yourself or however you want to fucking say it or um you know gotta understand that people have other things going on it's fine and life hits you in all the ways you didn't think it would at all the times that are the most inconvenient you know um and I think that's all I really have to say for this episode. I would give you guys a song like I usually do to listen to, but I don't really have one. I'm listening to some like late night Tokyo lo-fi shit on YouTube right now, um, or whatever. But overall, I had a good birthday. Oh, I was going to talk about my altar. Damn. Okay, let me talk about it quickly. So, I've been searching for weeks. I'm like, I knew that my birthday was coming up, but I knew that, like, I needed to get my room together because I was done with school, and I'm going to try to talk a little bit slower because I'm a Gemini and blah, 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 blah. But, I was, li- I was like, okay, I need to, like, clean my room. I need to move it around. I, I need to do all this before my birthday comes. Like, I need to get a little bit more centered um long story short i i went to goodwill a bunch of times because i'm not going anywhere else but goodwill to find a fucking table because i'm poor (laughs) i've been student teaching for the last couple months like that bitch ain't paying me shit you know how that goes um so i have like i have furniture in my room obviously and i've had this coffee table that i've been using as like just i have it in here um i've been using it Sometimes I eat off of it. Sometimes I'm, like, doing homework on it. Sometimes I'm, like, chilling, whatever. I used it to... I usually use it to do tarot and shit like that. Um, Point is, I moved a bunch of stuff around in my room, actually. And I kind of realized, like, you know what? I don't need to buy anything. Why don't I just use this table? So I cleaned it off. You know, I blessed it and everything. And I took every single spiritual item, like books, candles, sage, my Bible, my cards, my crystals... Candles, so many candles, um, incense, whatever. I have a vase or whatever, and I took everything and I put it on this table, and I was like, let me just put everything on this table. And I'm looking at it, and I have so much stuff, like so many spiritual things, like so many little things that mean so much to me. Um, and I kind of just realized, like, you know, this is your altar. You just need to make this your altar, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, someone, I read something that said, you know, I put little tea light candles in all my candle holders, because I have so many, and I'm like, I might as well just use them. I have so many candles. Um, but I, I read something that said, um, 
you know, like what's good tips for your altar. And I thought someone would like, like leaf fruit or something on their altar. And I'm like, that's not practical for me because there's flies everywhere and I don't have time to be swatting flies while I'm trying to like relax. So I just got, um, I got some flowers. I got some sunflowers. I'm kind of obsessed with sunflowers. Very cancer, very Leo, you know, that time of the year. You know, if you look at the sun card, there's a baby on a white horse with a giant fucking sunflower behind them. So, I thought it'd be good. I just got some sunflowers. And it was so funny, I went to Trader Joe's, because obviously, um, I went to Trader Joe's to get a couple things with my sister-in-law after we left dinner. And I clearly bought some wine because it's my birthday, bitch, and I'm going to drink if I want to. Um, But I got some wine and some other things, you know, random stuff. And I got these flowers, these sunflowers. And the guy, you know, asked me for my ID, and he just goes like, what is your birthday? Happy birthday. And his tip, he's like tall and bl- like blonde, long hair. He kind of looked like one of my exes, but like way taller. Um, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. And he's like talking to me and everything. He's like, oh yeah, my friend's birthday was yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, here, I'm going to give you these since it's your birthday. And I'm like, oh, like they're not expensive flowers. They're like from Trader Joe's. But I was like, oh, that's really sweet that he just gave me these sunflowers. <laughs> I was like, that was really nice. I was like, that's actually really, really sweet of you. Um, but yeah, I got the flowers for free. Put them in this little apple vase that my dad gave me. And yeah, just make your altar your own, you know? Whatever you think that's important, um, place it on your altar. I found a feather when I was in my, like, I found a feather when I was walking into um, the school uh my last week and I was like what the fuck is a feather and I know if you find a feather in your path you need to pick that shit up so I picked it up I'm not sure if it's real or not but I found a feather and now it's in my bible so um I'm gonna keep it there but yeah it's like my table's kind of messy I haven't really like organized it really everything's just kind of on there right now because I told myself like don't stress so much about the specifics of everything um, cause that would just drive me fucking up the wall. It's like 9.36, sorry, I'm just, I forgot, um, I don't know, I was just trying to see. Um, I know this episode's a bit long, I didn't want it to be, but it is what it is. It's my birthday, I'm gonna fucking talk how I wanna fucking talk, you know? Um, I don't really have an, I don't have, <sighs> I guess I have a recommendation for you. Um, and I don't, I probably won't put it at the end of this video, or I might, I don't fucking know, I always try to do it, and it never comes out how I want it to, but my only recommendation, or my recommendation for the song would be New Apartment by Ari Lennox, um, she just makes sense right now, you know, we're probably close in age, and she's probably just like, bitch I'm in my 20s I'm trying to get this shit together like yo getting your own apartment is like a huge step to adulthood and you know I'm on that path of like getting out of my dad's house and everything once I start um teaching in August um but yeah new apartment Ari Lennox if you're in your 20s like I am I'm 26 today you'll you'll feel that shit so hard um, but yeah, I'm gonna leave that, I'm gonna leave it here, because, you know, I think I need a little time to myself, but I'm, it was fun talking, you know, 
I'll try to do more episodes soon. Um, I'll probably post about the free reading, so if you're listening to this, um, and you would like to get a free, maybe I'll do this. If you, um, want a free reading, um, and you listen to this, uh, and you have to listen to the end, or you're not going to get it, um, uh, you need to DM me on Instagram or Twitter with the word balloon, balloon. If you want a free reading, you need to message me with the word balloon. And if you do, I'll reach out to you and you'll probably get a free reading. Okay, is that fair? You message me the word balloon and you'll get a free reading. All right. I don't know how I'm going to do them yet. I'm going to figure that out. I haven't, I have an iPhone and it's old, but, um, I'll figure out the specs. So listen to new apartment by Ari Lennox. Um, if you listen to this podcast and you want a free reading, message me the word balloon and I will, you know, I'll get it. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up. Okay. But that's it for me. I gotta go.